Welcome to the Daily Pursuit Podcast. What's up, you guys? Hope you're having a great day so far and are taking action on those things that you want to accomplish in your life. I am super pumped about today's episode where we dive into self-value and owning our value, owning what we bring to the table on a daily basis, not just are we worth it, are we worthy of fill in the blank, but the actual numerical value that we charge for what it is that we do. Do you guys own that and stand in that and have that presence and energy like, fuck yeah, I am worth it. So let's dive into that today. Super pumped about this one. As I've said before, just quickly, I have some interview episodes lined up that will be coming out in the next few weeks. Super stoked about that. As always, continue to let me know what you guys think. Please take the time to share out these episodes. I've had lots of feedback from everyone around more and more people needing to hear these topics that we're discussing. So please take the time. Do a quick share to your friends. Send it in a text. Send it over Instagram, whatever it may be. Truly appreciate the support, you guys. So with that, let's dive into owning our value. We cannot think of being acceptable to others until we have first proven acceptable to ourselves. Malcolm X. How's it going, you guys? Today, I want to dive in and really dig in to the conversation around owning our value, what we bring to the table on a daily basis. If we aren't owning our own value, then guess what? We are not in alignment with ourself, which means how we go about our day, the energy that we bring to our day, and the feeling that people receive from that energy that you bring will not positively affect your growth and your progress. More often than not, we wait for external validation in our life. We wait for someone to tell us that we are worth it. We wait for someone to tell us that it's okay for what we want to happen to actually be okay to go after. Or that it's okay for us to charge what we ideally hope, wish, would like to charge. We wait for that external validation. Because we are too shy or too hesitant or too worried about the external world's opinion on that feeling, that energy, that value that we feel we deserve. And in doing that, in being too shy, too hesitant, too worried, seeking external validation and not owning our own value, we're giving our power away. Why would anyone pay more for what you provide, if they know they can get away with paying less to get what they want due to how you value yourself. They don't even need to do anything explicitly outside of simply maybe asking if you have any discounts or a deal or just that little poke or that little joke that they make around cost or even just the hesitation 
of costs when you bring it up. They know they can get away with it. It's not their fault. Can't blame them. You're giving your power away when you don't own and stand in your own value. So often when we think of value, we think of, are we worth X? Not usually numerically, but are we worth love? Are we worth satisfaction? Are we worth happiness? Are we worth something? And we think about this as self-value. For the purposes of this episode, I want to talk about our self-value in regards to our work environment. As usual, I will come from it from the perspective of the health and fitness industry. As this is a rampant component of the health and fitness industry, it's something that I have had to work through myself throughout my years of, of work in this industry, of undervaluing myself and working through that to come to a place where I truly do stand in my value and own it. I want to start off just sort of setting the stage and painting a picture for you guys that I think many can relate to. Have you ever been in a position at your work where you just are continually putting in that work? You're passionate, right? You love what you do and you want to do an exemplary job. And so you take the time to make it amazing for everyone, every client, every project, everything that you're doing. You want to make it exemplary and you just continue to put in that work. And you hope or expect that that's going to be reflected in a pay raise or in a higher rate that you receive. But you're actually only rewarded with more work but no greater pay. Because again, you haven't stood and owned the value that you bring. So inherently, no one's going to willfully give you more value, give you a higher rate, give you a greater price. Now, there's a time and place for putting in grunt work that goes unpaid. Especially in this health and fitness industry, man, this is something that we do on a regular basis. But I think it, it spreads out to any industry where there is a time and place where you are just putting in that work. But you also have a clearly end focus in mind, outlined. You have that end marker clearly outlined in mind. And so the work that you're doing, be it unpaid that grunt work, that grind work, that just effort that you're putting in, you know it's pushing you towards that end mark. You're not just doing it blindly. It's not just blind work. And so when you've created your foundation and you have those exemplary abilities, now what? What's the next step? Are you just going to keep volunteering your time? Are you just going to keep putting in more and more and more work, doing an exemplary job, but not owning your own value enough to demand the pay that you deserve? Are you just going to keep being okay with that scenario? Or... 
Is it time that you step forward into your new self and quit giving away your expertise and value for free? I have been there more often than I'd like to admit where I have just given away my expertise and my value for free. And again, there's times and place where it can benefit you. There's time and place where I will spend the half hour, hour, whatever with someone and give them aspects of my knowledge and expertise without something, without expectation in return, but just simply because it's the right thing to do. But in this scenario, I'm talking about giving it away for free in a scenario where you should be standing in and owning your value and charging accordingly. We would like to believe and expect that people will recognize our worth and our value. But guess what? People won't. We as humans are naturally driven towards self-preservation. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, all of it. And so that means financially, if we can get something for cheaper than what it truly should be, then we will naturally take advantage of that. Not out of a dis or a hatred or a wish to not value the other person, but it's just this ingrained nature of, hey, if I can get this for a little cheaper, awesome. That's fantastic. Who's ever gone to Winner's and found something at Winner's that usually is 300 bucks, but you got it for 75 Bet you felt pretty fucking good. You knew the value was way higher, but hey, they're fine with paying or with charging 75 bucks for it, so awesome, I'm going to take it. Now, we must experience these moments in order to grow and develop and progress. Because it's in those moments that we start to understand and have the ability to actually step forward and stand in our own value. Stand on our own two feet and own it. It's in those moments where we start to recognize and see how much we have to offer others. And we can save ourselves from the frustration and the heartache and the resentment that I'm sure some of you experienced, like myself. I didn't realize how much it was impacting me when I was not standing in my own value and how much I would often play the victim by giving away my power I was giving away a piece of myself and the expertise and the time that I spent developing my abilities we need to respect ourselves enough to not give away that power for the time that we have put in to become who we are and the value that we bring. I've often heard this in the industry, I've said it myself, that individuals are not paying 
for the hour that they see me. They are paying for the years of experience, education, and growth that I have done to get to where I am. And that is standing in my own value, knowing that that's what backs it up. How I execute and take action is what allows me to stand there and hold firm. Because I know what I bring to the table. But maybe you don't know or aren't sure how you might be undervaluing yourself. And that's okay. There's a few common things that we see when, or that we experience when we aren't valuing ourselves and standing in and owning our own value. One of the first things that often occurs is that we don't see ourselves as a peer. So in any given situation, no matter what career and, and what job you have, if we know our value, it's going to mean feeling that we are an equal with anyone that we interact with. Be it a client, be it a boss, be it a colleague, be it friends. You're not below any of them. But more often than not, we see ourselves not as a peer, not on their level. You see people that are less experienced than you, or even as good as you, moving ahead and achieving greater success. And they're up there talking about it, showcasing it, saying, hey, look at me, and owning it, but you're just sitting back and hoping that people see you. I've been there. I've talked about it with my wife, how I've seen other people in the industry where I go, God, my ego just gets frustrated. Because I'm like, how are they doing what they're doing? How are they at the level that they're doing it? But that was me just hoping that I would get seen and being frustrated because they're owning their value. They're owning what they're doing. They're owning their, their specific expertise. And it took me working through that process and working on having a personal sense of value and deservedness and asserting myself as an equal in personal and business relationships in order to overcome that feeling of not being on the same level. Because it's not a competition between you and that other person. Everyone can live in the same space. But you can't just stand there hoping to be seen. You have to stand there and own your space and project your energy, project your voice, project your worth. Don't shy away from it. Don't be afraid to showcase it. Now, the second thing, this is a big one, and I did this for years, undercharging for your services. This one is so, so, so common because there's such a psychological component to this. Because quite often out of fear of losing business or with a desire to actually get more business, 
we undercharge our services for our services. So again, out of fear, out of worry, we often undercharge for our services because we don't want to lose business or we think that if we charge less, we'll get more business. But what often happens with this is that that individual ends up doing way more work than they're paid to do because they're undercharging for it. This is something that I still work through today where when I'm coming up with a new aspect of what I do or a new package or a new structure for something that I offer, I sit with it and I truly try to feel out, does this price point feel right for the work that I'm going to have to do? Not undercutting myself, not lowering the price just because I'm worried I'll lose business or won't get enough business for it. But instead, sitting there and going, this is the work that I am proposing that I'm going to do for this thing, and this is what it will take. This is the time that it will take. Does this price point resonate with that and feel right? But often in a desire to prove ourselves to the industry, to your friends, to your colleagues, whatever it may be, we often still feel that we're not doing enough in relation to how much we're being paid. It's this weird paradox that we sit in where we feel we should charge more or in line with what we bring to the table, but yet no matter what, we also feel like we're never doing enough. And it's a hard thing to kind of get over. It's a hard thing to, to overcome. And I get it because, again, I still sit there today where I have those moments where I have this offer, I have this thing that is a service that I provide, and I sit with a certain price and I go, yep, no, that feels right. But then in the back of my mind, I also go, but what if they feel like I'm not bringing or doing enough? Or what if I'm not doing enough in relation to how much they're being, how much I'm being paid? Even though I have that system in place, I have the structure there. I know the work that I'll be putting in. I know that I will do the work. But yet, we often question ourselves. And oftentimes people will price themselves so low that you, you don't have a time to grow anything because you're constantly needing to get more and more and more, more. And that's just filling your time in ways that isn't actually conducive for growth. Instead of focusing less on volume and more on quality, you're the other way around, which ends up just meaning you're putting out more fires all the time and you're battling and you're clawing and you're not able to actually grow. And many times that leads to resentment. I have felt this in the past where I would be driving to a client session and internally as I'm driving there, I was freaking pissed off and annoyed. And, it, and truly, when I sat with it and I asked the honest question, I was pissed off and annoyed with myself. 
I was undercharging and unhappy with myself for continually doing so. I was not charging what I was worth for my time, for my effort, for my experience, for what I was bringing to the table, what I was providing. But yet I still did it because you don't want to lose the money. You feel you should charge less because you don't own what you're worth. But yet that just builds resentment in you. It builds that unhappiness. You get frustrated and annoyed by it. And you get resentful to those that are the ones paying you. Because you know that you're being paid less than you deserve. And that you're worth more. But you don't want to have conflict. You don't want to push buttons. You don't want to potentially lose business. Like I said, maybe you need the money. But you're also not having those difficult conversations. You're not having that radical honesty that you need to have, even when it's hard. Even if you don't get it quite right. Even if you stumble in the process. Owning the numerical value that you charge is such an emotional, psychological thing to overcome and work on. And I get it, it's tough. We don't want to undercharge, but we don't want to overcharge. We're unsure of where the happy medium is. We don't want to lose any business. We don't want to have that feedback or that feeling of, whoa, that's so expensive. Because we get an emotional reaction from that. But you have to step out of that, that zone. You have to step out of that bubble. You have to be willing to have the conversation of, hey, this is what I charge. Or even the other side, or the other part of that is, hey, I am now, my rates are going up. Who loves having that conversation? Not many, I can guarantee. But guess what? If that's what you're worth, have that difficult conversation. Maybe you'll lose a client or two. Maybe some business will drop off because it's out of their realm of ability in their minds of what they can afford. But that doesn't mean that you lower it or keep it low just to satisfy that. You have to stand in and own your worth and your value. Next, are you even clear about your values? People will often take more and more and more and more and more from you. Because they don't value your time, your expertise, your energy, your worth. And the reason why is because you don't know or have any boundaries. You aren't clear on what is acceptable behavior, how you expect to be treated, spoken to, what that environment is supposed to look like and what it will feel like. You haven't set those expectations. 
this is something that I've worked on and continue to work on because, again, for years, I didn't have boundaries when it came to my values and my worth. I was volunteering my time practically. I remember I had a client once where after paying the fee to use the space that I was training that client out of, after the driving costs and any other costs associated, for that hour, I made $5. $5 for my hour of work for that client. Because I didn't have any boundaries for myself. I didn't have self-value and worth. And I didn't stand in that. And so I allowed a lower price to be negotiated. I allowed that individual to overtake my space and my expertise. Because I wasn't clear about what was acceptable. I didn't set the boundaries or expectations. And I didn't stand in my own value based on my expertise and worth. I just felt that I needed the money. But really it was $5 for an hour of my work, of my time, that I was only getting. How unhappy and frustrated do you think I got? It's not the client's fault. Purely on me. So we need to understand that we don't need external validation to prove our value. We need to set our boundaries. Don't be a yes man or woman when it comes to this stuff. Be clear on what your boundaries are what your expectations are, what the client can expect from you, what you can expect from them. I make it known that on Sundays, I usually will not be available because that's a full-on family day for me. I will get around to responding when I can. Saturdays, I work in the morning. That's when I'm available. But then usually the rest of the day, unless it's an emergency, I'll respond when I can. But when I work with an individual, I create and these expectations are in place. These boundaries are in place. So they know when they can get a hold of me. They know when I'm available. They know how this communication will look. They know what acceptable behavior is. They know what the environment will feel like and that it's a safe environment. But that all comes from being clear about what my values are, what I bring to the table, what my worth is, and standing in that and owning that. Lastly with this, do you recognize the difference that you actually make? I think this is something that's 
a really important point to drive home, no matter the industry that you're in. Do you recognize the difference that you make on a day-to-day basis? Because if you're able to recognize that difference, I think it'll start to allow you to step forward and to stand in your own two feet in your value and own it. Because when you know your value, you will more confidently approach the discussions you have, the negotiations you have, the meetings you have, whatever it may be, you will more confidently approach those situations, which will showcase your expertise, your knowledge, your energy, and the belief, the full belief that you have in your knowledge, your skills, your experience, and the difference that you can actually make. More often than not, the changes we make, especially health and fitness industry, the changes that we make and create in people far outweighs what you charge or what you earn. Now, this isn't to say that the impact that you can have needs to be a direct correlation or the impact that you do have is a direct correlation and connection with the price that you charge. I like to hope that I charge X, but my impact is 10X that with the individuals that I work with. But recognizing the difference that you make allows you to own it allows you to confidently stand in that value and be like, yep, this is what I charge because I know the difference that I can make. I know the impact that I can have on each and every person, each and every project, each and every situation that I enter. So when you own that and you recognize that difference, that's when you truly step forward and own your value. Now, my hope is that these previous points have struck a chord with you. But these are kind of the superficial layer of it all. Recognizing the difference you make. Being clear about your values and having boundaries. Understanding that you probably undercharge for your services. As well as the fact that you don't see yourself as a peer. So we need to dig deeper into these things. And you know that's my favorite thing to do. I don't like staying superficial. So why have we given our power away? Why are we not standing and owning our own value? Why are we waiting to be noticed and for someone to tell us, yeah, I'll give you more money? They're not going to do that. Until you own your space, no one's going to do that. So stop waiting for it. Stop being a volunteer. Stand in your space and your value that you bring. We need to make a conscious decision to be noticed. And to hold firm and not shy away from saying, this is what my price is. This is what I charge. This is what keeps me in alignment for my true self. 
stop waiting to get permission to value yourself or confirm that you're worth X. That's living your life through someone else. It's like I've said before, stop living your life in response to other people's opinions. That's what you're doing if you're waiting for someone to give you permission to value yourself or to confirm the value that you charge. You can be told over and over and over again how amazing you are. But if you're just volunteering your time, what does that do? It might give you a momentary satisfaction, feeling like, yeah, I'm fucking awesome. But in the long term, what is that doing? You're not owning it. You're not owning what you're bringing to the table. You're not owning the impact that you can make, the difference that you make. So what is it that's causing you to not feel deserving? What is it that's causing you to not feel like you're worth the hundred, $200,000, $300,000 an hour? What are you afraid of in regards to the price that you charge? Have you stopped and asked yourself what feels right for what you do? That's been a key tool for me to actually slow down and sit with it. Come up with a plan, a service, a price point, whatever it may be, and then sit with it and feel it out. Given what I know I'm going to execute on, given what I know I'm bringing to the table, given what my expertise is, given the time it's going to take me to do X, what feels right to charge for that? What allows me to stand and own that value? Or what is stopping me from standing and owning that value? Again, what's scaring you? Is it the conflict potentially? Is it that you might lose the business you think? Guess what? I've had people walk away because of price before, many times. Still grown, still progressed. And I now do not lower my prices just to try to make up for it, for that void that I feel or was feeling before. Because now I stand in it. Maybe that price point doesn't work for that individual because of whatever is going on in their life or they have stuff that they need to sort out where they prioritize in their life. Because at some point, they're either going to pay for that quality work, that quality service now, or there's going to be a reason why they're paying out more later. In the health and fitness industry, this often has the two sides of the coin of Invest in your health now or pay for it with medical bills later. 
So why not stand and own your own value and what you are worth and not be afraid of being in that space, not being afraid of projecting that and stating that. Ask yourself if you truly want this life, this thing that you're creating, if you truly want to be doing what you're doing, which is more important? That you lower the standard, lower your boundaries, lower your price, just to satisfy a select few? Or stand in that, have your boundaries, set your price, stand in that shit, and own it. And the right people will come to that. Because they see and they respect that you respect yourself enough to own your own value and own what you bring to the table. Now I know that this is some deeper inner work that I'm asking you guys to go into. But I think that it is massively important if you want to be able to stand on your own two feet and own your worth, own your value. I've done a lot of this work recently. Again, this is an ongoing process. I am by no means perfect at owning my own self-worth and my own self-value. I still seek help and guidance on this on a daily basis. Sometimes it's just purely a validation of like, no, no, I'm right in this and yep, I should charge that or this is what it should be. I just needed that external validation because, you know, sometimes that's just where things are. I'm not always internally executing that way. But the work that I've done recently to truly step forward into this even more so is understanding what my foundation is that allows me to stand in my own value and my own worth. And so this is something that I think each of you need to do. And I challenge and recommend you do it. Figure out what is that thing that grounds you in your own worth and your own value that you can confidently sit in that and you literally feel an energy shift of power within you. Maybe it's a word, maybe it's a phrase, maybe it's a thought process, a sequence. But what is it, that thing that gives you the energy and the power to stand in your own worth and your own value? Because if you can figure that out and you can dig in and go deeper into that and, and deeper into your internal self and your inner self that way, then the energy that you will project out will be tenfold and bring back so much more to you. In owning your own value, you will bring yourself into alignment. In owning your own value, you will be less focused on seeking external validation for anything. 
And frankly, you won't give a shit about external validation. Not because you don't respect them or hear them, but just because you just don't need it. You'll stop being too shy or hesitant or worried about stating what you charge and the value that you have. And you will stop giving your power away. People will then respect who you are, what you do, what you bring, and they will pay it. Because you own it. You own that space and you stand in it every single day. And that will make a massive shift in your life and your progress and your ability to impact and leave an impact in your life. Ooh, there you have it, you guys. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Really digging into owning your value and not giving the power away to external validation and external sources. This is something that we will continually need to work on in our life, whether it's in the numerical financial end of our value or it's in our relationships and the value that we hold there. No matter the setting, we need to work on owning our value and sitting in that and being in alignment with our true self. So once again, I challenge you guys to dig in, dig deeper, figure out what is that thing that truly grounds you in what you are worth, what you bring to this world, the impact that you want to leave and have on everything that you touch every person you interact with, every project you work on, whatever it may be. Find that thing, hold on to it, and utilize that to truly allow yourself to step forward and stand in your own value and own it. Thank you guys truly for continuing to support the Daily Pursuit podcast and the project. There's a lot of things in the works that I'm excited about and continuing to try to provide more content for all of you. Once again, if you resonated with this or you feel someone would benefit from this episode, please share this out. Put it out on your social media, tag me in it. Truly, truly appreciate your support and spreading the word. And as always, leave me a review. If you have a few minutes, let me know your thoughts. Let me know if there's anything that you want me to speak on or if there's someone that you think would be great to have a discussion with, I would truly, truly love it, you guys. So with that, get after it, take action on your life, own your value. Level up. Voices rising like a church.